This is Hand Tool Woodworking Shop Notes for Tuesday, August 13th, 2019. My name's Chad LeMay, and I'm back in the shop. Um, yesterday, I teased that I might be making a, a handle, a new handle for an old hammer, and that is not going to happen today. Um, I realized that it's my wedding anniversary this week, so, and we're going to be making something for that. Uh, it's the fifth year, which allegedly is the traditional gift is wood so I guess we lucked out um yeah I'm my wife wants to do something which is fine um but I know from experience you always get something even if you agree not to get something so we're gonna make a little jewelry tray type thing I made a, a it, it's basically like a little open box. I made one of these before, um, a lot smaller out of a, I think it was one by one block of uh, oak. Um, uh, one by one by probably two or three inches long. Um, and you just chop out a mortise, leaving about a quarter inch, uh, quarter inch walls. Um, and then you've got like a three inch by one inch box that's a, almost an inch deep um i did i did one of those for my wife and she keeps her earrings in it in the bathroom so i'm going to make a bigger one i found a piece of i don't know oh that's spanish cedar isn't it, it smells like it um a piece of spanish cedar i believe i don't think this is sapili yeah, it's hard to tell, um, but it is a ruler out here. Oh, just under four inches by over four inches, four and a quarter, four and three eighths, and it is. Almost two inches thick. I'm going to square this up. Um, I don't want to screw the end grain, so it's going to be basically three and seven eighths square. Um, so, first things first, this looks like it was. Alright, yeah. Uh, time to do a little dimensioning. I'll be hitting this with the plane, trying to clean up the end grain. Um, and then I will be. It's it's wide it's it's wider than it is long. Let's say that um, the grain runs along the three and seven eighths side. So I'll be ripping three and seven eighths off the other way. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to clean this up and try to bring it to square. We'll see how long that takes. Or mental note of the time. Okay. All right, I'm uh, one, two, three, four, five. I'm square five sides. I got a face, um, a face and four face edges coming around it. I should make sure those are square. Just looking at the top, I wonder if I am nice and square. Let me just double check. All right, I'm not quite square. Um, I'm square to the face. Um, 
on my four edges, but those four edges are not not quite square to one another. I got a rhombus situation going on. Um, I'm going to check to see if my end grain ends are parallel to one another, and then I might be able to just clean it up along uh, planing with the grain, which would be a hell of a lot easier than trying to remove end grain. All right, so let's double check that. Oh, for the record, right now I'm about 40 minutes in, so yeah, with the with the rip cut and then squaring up so far, what I got. Okay, so my end grain is parallel now. I got it at three and seven eighths. I had to take a a couple of shavings off of um, of one because I was a proud seven eighths and a, and just shy of seven eighths um, on one of them. Now I can square up the face grain, which will be, um, right now I'm working the, the thickness of the, no, I'm not working the thickness. I'll be working with the width of the board to make sure the width is parallel and square to the ends. That's what I'm working on. All right. <laughs> Sorry, now I'm square. I got I got five sides square. It's and we're we're parallel in thickness here. So I've got a board that is square and one and five eighths thick. Um, all right. So I'm gonna do some layout. I haven't got this entirely planned out in my head. I'm gonna give it some feet. Uh, it makes it really cute. Um, I did that on the last one, and it looks it looks like a little pig trough. This is going to be different because it's square; it's not rectangular. But it's uh, giving it feet makes it so you don't have to go down as deep with your mortise, and it raises it up and gives it uh, gives it some life and some interest. So I'll do some layout and I'll come back and explain what what went on there. Hand tool woodworking shop notes is brought to you by the following sponsors. All right, I've just done some layout in pencil. I did a, I did a line around the bottom that is about a quarter inch up from the bottom. Um, I'll add some feet to that after I'm done with the mortise. Uh, so that's how, how tall it'll stand off the ground. Um, the feet will be a quarter inch, obviously. And I've done a square on the top, my, my, my clean face. Uh, and pencil as well with uh, three eighths, so my walls will be three eighths thick. Um, and then just to eyeball things, I added a quarter inch to the baseline, so what'll be the bottom of the box plus a quarter inch. Um, so the bottom of the box will be a quarter inch thick, uh, which makes the mortise. An inch and a quarter deep. I am going to go hog this out on the table saw. I've still got a, uh, I don't know what it is, inch, inch and a half, uh, Forstner bit chucked up in that thing, and I want to get this done and get some finish on it today. So we are going to do some hogging work. Let's hog. If you've been paying attention, I just said table saw and I meant drill press.
the drill press. That worked really well. Um, I've got just the edges to clean up now and the bottom. I'm going to do the bottom first, I think. That way <coughs> I can get the point of the Forstner bit removed. I've got nine points to remove. Um, so I've got to take the bottom down. I'm just kind of estimating here. Maybe a eighth of an inch. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, so it's uh, time for the router plane. So I've just uh, started with the router plane. I had to remove the stop collar to the, the depth stop collar to get deep enough. Um, but I think I'll be able to do this. I have decided that I'm going to clean up the walls. Um, that way I can pop these chips out. Um, right now I'm working against curves, so I've got some chips that are frayed up against the, the curved walls right now. And if I straighten these up, I'll be able to clean up the, I'll be able to clean up as I go. So I'm going to, I'm going to get the old chisel out and try to square up these walls. Before I do that, I'm going to get my marking gauge out and go over my pencil lines to mark the edge of the walls along the top. So we'll do just just so you know. All right, I'm down to depth. I I got to depth and then ended up taking two or three more thick passes because the the router plane got away from me a little bit. Um, I'd, I'd set it, um, I'd set it a little heavy and it would, it would take a deep cut and it would drag itself deeper because of the wedge shape of the blade. Um, so I've discovered that once you're where you want, you get a, you got to screw it, screw it back, um, uh, to put pressure on the, I don't know, I don't know how to call it. I don't know how to talk apparently either. Um, yeah, so you got to dial it back um, so it doesn't dig itself in deeper. So I'm deeper than I want to be, but that's all right. Uh, I've got a a finish on the bottom of the box that I can sand a little bit. I might be able to take another pass, but I stayed like a sixteenth away from the. Um, my uh, my marking gauge lines on the sides, which was, well, I guess it is what it is at this point. I I, I did that so I wouldn't, um, as I was deepening the bottom, cut little gouges into the sides. So now I can go back and clean up my sides, and hopefully when I get down to where I did all the work with the router plane, there won't be little gouges in there from... Uh, bumping into the sides of the box. So at this point, yeah, I'm just going to strop the chisel. Yeah, I'm just going to strop my one inch chisel and then uh, and then clean up the sides. All right, so I've cleaned up my sides and I'm, I'm to depth. To depth. <clears throat> I was worried about nicking up the sides and I nicked up the the edge of the bottom a little bit um, paring down to uh, 
going down to the bottom on the sides. So that'll be tough to clean up if I can clean it up at all. We'll see. Um, I'm moving on to the outside. I'm going to try to put feet on this thing. I've remeasured the depth and made a line around the outside where the inside bottom of the box is. So I know where I'd be hitting and where it would be game over because I cut into this thing. I'm going to put a little chamfer. I want the feet to cant in a little bit, um, kind of like a, like a coffee table a little bit or like a ottoman maybe. Um, so they're gonna they're gonna cant in just a whisker. Uh, I've made a, a line around the bottom on the bottom, uh, so I'll be coming in about an eighth of an inch, and I'm gonna stick with my original line of where the bottom's gonna be. So um, what's that? A quarter? Something like that. Uh, let's get a ruler I can read. Yeah. So it'll be a quarter of an inch up the box and in an eighth of an inch and then the feet will start. Um, Alright, so I'm gonna I'm gonna do this part with the plane. I got my feet made. I got the final shape of the box actually at this point. So um, I cut my feet. I used a saw, I used my panel saw actually, um, which is a rip saw. Um, yeah, so once I had the angle from planing the outside edges to establish the outside of the feet, I kind of just mo I just copied that with a with a pencil on the inside to approximate where I wanted to have the inside of my feet, and I drew with a pencil all around the box to to show where the where. Uh, where that socket should be and then I just used a pencil and a ruler to to uh, make some lines. I did the first cut without doing a knife wall as uh, Paul Sellers calls it and after that I was like I decided to uh, get out the marking knife and and make a knife wall. Um, I made my cuts they were only I mean they were only like a quarter a quarter of an inch deep um, to establish the shape of the feet. So my feet are all on, well, I got them all cut and then I use a chisel just to, to pare away all the waste um, on the bottom of the box. So the bottom is relatively flat, it's pretty choppy, but it's the bottom of the box. Um, bottom of the box, it doesn't have a lid and it's just gonna sit on the counter and probably in the bathroom. We'll see. So, um, yeah, so I got my feet done, and while I was just listening to where I left off, I used my um, my chip carving knife to do a chamfer around the inside um, of the box. That way, reaching in, it's it's smoother, and one's not li as likely to to feel that sharp error. Uh, for right now, I am going to. Use the plane to clean up the outsides of the box. Actually, I'm not. I'm going to clean up the top with the plane uh, because I, I ding that up pretty good um, with the router plane. Um, 
And I think I'm just going to sand uh, to get rid of all my pencil marks and soften everything up. It's, I'm not really worried about um, maintaining sharp edges. Obviously, there's no joinery here. It's a one-piece box, so um, I do want to have uh, you know no dents in it, so I'm not going to try to sand those out, but I'm going to use the plane on the top and then sand the rest. All right, I sanded it. I just went with 220 grit, um, sanding everything on the outside, uh, just a light pass on the top because that was just freshly planed. Um, I spent a little extra time on the end grain because I'd rather not show any plane marks on that. And I'm going to leave the inside. It's a little... It's a little rough, but it's it's better than the last one, and should be able to see improvement. So that's nice. I didn't do anything to the bottom, leaving that rough. I think I'm gonna skip. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna use a uh, paste wax for this, and I'm gonna go with a dark one to fill the fill the tiny pores in the in the wood. And I'm gonna skip the bottom. I don't know. Maybe I, well, we'll see. Um, but having sanded this, I want to. Uh, go in the kitchen and get a damp cloth and wipe off any dust here. Before I do that, I'm going to clean up my bench. Oh, God. It's... Yeah, I got time for this. Let's do it. All right, paste wax is applied. Um, I like the way the dark filled in the pores and made it look a little deeper. It's, uh, it's a real matte finish. I'd like this to be a little shinier. I I don't think I'm gonna have time to apply. Um, I got some tongue oil. I don't think I'll have time to to do that before Thursday. Was it already Tuesday already? So I don't know. Um, yeah. So I'll get another coat of wax on this tomorrow, and. Yeah, well, that'll that'll probably be it. Then it'll probably be done. I'll write write on write on the bottom pencil something about five year anniversary. And uh, yeah, and that's it. I can't believe I actually did something in one one go in the shop. I guess I've been down here for like six hours or so. Um, yeah, so. I'm probably not going to throw a picture of this up on Instagram, maybe maybe later this week. We'll see. Um, at any rate, uh, this is Hand Tool Woodworking Shop Notes for August 13th, 2019. My name's Chad LeMay. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Chad LeMay, or you can search the hashtag, hashtag Hand Tool Woodworking Shop Notes. Um, thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time.